Hey cousins, welcome to Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Welcome cousins to this conversation of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. I'm your host Cornell Wright, the People's Lobbyist. Today we're going to talk about socialism. Cousins, socialism is a topic that we hear a lot on TV, in the print, on the various websites that are out there. Let me just go through a definition from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary of what they call and describe as being socialism. It reads, <clears throat> any of various economic and political theories advocating collective or governmental ownership and administration of the means of production and distribution of goods. A system of society or group living in which there is no private property. A system or condition of society in which the means of production are owned and controlled by the state. And the third, a, a stage of society in Marxist theory transitional between capitalism and communism and distinguished by unequal distribution of goods and pay according to work done. Now cousins, this is just a definition in Merriam-Webster's dictionary. It goes on to say that the variants of those descriptions of socialism are very broad. It's not one thing or the other. It's a transitional phase, if you will, okay? There are other organizations, and so certainly, as we look at socialism and someone describes that to you, be clear as to what they're talking about. Here in the United States, you've heard that concept come up at different points in time. There's even was a socialist party at different points in time. I think it still exists, a socialist party. And so, when you hear that, listen to what people are describing, listen to what they are saying is what that really means. I don't think that's applicable for the United States. However, there are components of it that I think have been living with us for a long time. Let me kind of give you an example of that. If you go through and you look at what it describes as being socialist, maybe that's not where we want to go. I would advocate, no, it's not. But there is a blending between socialism and capitalism that I think is a sweet spot for us. And that description is what they call social democracy. Once again, cousins, let me read that definition to you from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary of Social Democracy. Social democracy is a political movement advocating a gradual and peaceful transition from capitalism to socialism by democratic means. A democratic welfare state that incorporates both capitalist and socialist practices. So cousins, when you look at that one, I think that starts to be the sweet spot to where we are. And when I say sweet spot, it's because certainly we have capitalism, and one of the other aspects of a socialist state is they don't have a stock exchange. We certainly have multiple stock exchanges. There's options exchange, there's the mercantile exchanges, there's the various you know, futures exchanges and stock exchanges. We have financial exchanges and those financial instruments that can be developed from those institutions, right? No one's advocating, in my opinion, to get rid of those. There also are the capitalistic aspects of our society that people want to go out and start their own business based upon their capabilities and skill and talent and having, of course, that critical access to capital. Whatever the source of money that's required for your business, you still have to have access to capital, right? <laughs> we all know. So, so I'm describing that social democracy, cousins, is I think when some people are saying socialism 
here in the United States or something being socialist, are they really describing a social democracy? I would advocate, cousins, that we already have a social democracy here in the United States. Let me just give you five quick examples of what I think are already a social democracy here in the United States. One, President Trump, in the years, last few years of his um, legislation, his administration, gave, in fact, I think it was in 2019, $28 billion to farmers for aid associated with the fallout and the economic hardship that farmers in the United States had as a result of the tariff war with China. That $28 billion, as reported, as reported in Forbes magazine in January of 2020, was larger than either the budgets for the State Department or the, sta or the, or the um, National Association of Space and Air Administration, NASA. Think about that, cousins. Farmers got $28 billion. Now, from my reading and understanding, those cousins needed the money. I also understand that the cousins who were the smaller farmers didn't get as much as they may have needed. It went to the larger, larger farmers and larger corporate farms, if you will, but that's another, that's another discussion. The point is that $28 billion outside of the legislative, the normal budget for the Department of Agriculture went specifically targeted to those communities, those states, and those cousins. Now, when you hear that money is coming from the federal government, cousins, what does that mean? That means that's our tax dollars, right? <laughs> and by the way, was that a legislative question that was done? No. Was there an act of Congress, literally an act of Congress, that designated those dollars to go to those cousins out in the Midwest and the South? No. So, cousins, was that not a social democracy action in place? Yes, it was. Also, cousins, let's think about and not forget that in early 2020, as a result of the pandemic, there was the pandemic relief bill of 2020. 2.2 trillion, that's with a T, dollars, were, was created and distributed by the federal government. Now, some of you cousins received checks, okay, uh, for that, and they had President Trump's name on it. The money did not come from President Trump, okay? It didn't come out of his wallet. Once again, it came from the Treasury, which is, in fact, all of our money because we all pay taxes. And out of that $2.2 trillion, cousins, all of that money didn't go to cousins directly. Some of them went indirectly by the airline industry received some $56 billion by one measure, which was theoretically to maintain and keep people employed. I don't know how they're doing with that. That was just one of the various sources or recipients, if you will, of $2.2 trillion of our money. Cousins, is that not a social democracy at work? A combination of socialist activities and capitalistic activities? I'd say yes. Let's not forget, for all of us who are over 65, claim, and for everybody who has that little line item in their checkbook, in their check when they get their checks at SSI, that's for the Social Security Administration. Now, Social Security Administration had its founding back in, what, the late 1920s, 1930s, in order to provide a safety net for cousins because people recognized that many cousins did not have this, the capability after they retire to be able to sustain themselves. And guess what, cousins? Was that not similar to what happened as a result of the pandemic, that cousins were, in fact, put in bad situations, not by any fault of their own or their non-production or not being energetic or not working well? Cousins, 
It's something we all know, we all expect, and you know that you don't want to have any of your elderly relatives not having Social Security at this point in time, right? The other one, is here's, the, here's a little one you might not see very often, but national flood insurance. National flood insurance is for all those cousins who have homes on lakes, rivers, and oceans, typically those nice houses, right? They pay an insurance rate guaranteed by the federal government that's, guess what, just a wee bit, like a whole lot, less than what you'd have to pay if you were going out to one of the national carriers paying for insurance on your home. You go through and look at the statistics on that, cousins, and it says that, hey, it's disproportionate as to who gets the money, but in fact, guess what, it's all of our money because we've paid taxes. That's a social democracy, cousins. So as you look at it, my last one of the five is the Affordable Care Act, which I would consider health insurance light. The whole intention of, of the Affordable Care Act was to, provide, to start to provide insurance for all the cousins who out there we need that because we need to, or in order to have a healthy society, we need to have cousins who have insurance so that when they get sick, they can get a chance to go and get medical treatments they need. And we all know, just like keeping your car running smoothly, if you get regular checkups and take care of regular maintenance on your car, it lasts longer, you don't get the major breakdowns. Guess what, cousins? Our bodies are exactly the same. Regular maintenance, regular checkups prevents the major things from happening, or at least identifies them earlier on where the cost to get it fixed and resolved is a lot less. Now, cousins, I personally am an advocate of a lot more in that direction, and I would offer to you and suggest that Who's paying for the coronavirus vaccines right now? All of us, through our taxes. So cousins, we're moving in that direction of starting to provide some capabilities that we all need. Why? Because we start to recognize that some issues are bigger than any specific company or corporation can identify and respond to, and it needs to be addressed on a national basis. Our healthcare, I think, falls into that area. But that's just my opinion. So cousins, all I'm asking is that when you start to hear people, don't get excited about when you hear the word socialist or socialism. Ask for more details and more specifics as to what people are asking about. And then let's, leave, let's be clear as to what impact that really is going to have on us. Because cousins, the world has changed. Our country has to change in order to be responsive to those challenges so we can continue to remain globally competitive and give all of us jobs, all of us opportunities, and have that future that we all want here in the United States of America. Once again, it's about the U.S. us. Thank you, cousins, for your time for this conversation today. Remember, if the vaccine comes your way, get in line and get it done. Both the regular flu vaccine and more specifically the one you hear about, the COVID-19 vaccines, it may be due twice. Keep wearing your masks because we haven't gotten to herd immunity yet. And thank you for joining me on this conversation of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Take care of yourself. We are the people.